For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. In a world where Carolina Panthers fans have an insatiable thirst for Panthers news and opinions, only one podcast roars ferociously. It's the C3 Panthers podcast. Oh, we got the bass beaten tonight. Good Lord. Tony Dunn, C3 Panthers podcast. This is the post-game show. The Carolina Panthers fall to... The Atlanta Falcons, 25-17. to 17. The Panthers are favored at home, starting out two and a half points. The line moves a little and a little. And I felt like the Panthers should have won a little and a lot. But they didn't. 25-17, the Carolina Panthers fall. My name's Tony Dunn. It's the C3 Panthers podcast postgame show. The number is 252-228-5098. I hang out with the best of Panther Nation, my favorite peoples, and my best friends. And one of those is Cody Lashney. How you doing, my man? Well, I mean, that's kind of a loaded question, isn't it? Well, it is loaded, but man... Dude, it, it's it's hard to be more embarrassing than the Atlanta Falcons, and yet the Panthers are somehow able to pull it off. Man, I'm about to be honest tonight. I don't care who wants to hear it. I don't care who gets their feelings hurt. I'm about to let it rip. I hope everybody's ready to do the same. As always, we're joined by the most lit Panther fans in all of YouTube. Nir Vosh, Nick Montadero, Tin Tizzy, King Darius, DJ Perez, Brad Dugan, Mike Vela, The Lone Gamer, Jason Lewis, Tony Dunn. The chat room is lit. Ain't nothing to it but to do it, brother. Let's roll. The greatest streamer of all time, CK in the house. How are you, my man? Man, I'm doing all right, dude. I uh, I think uh, it's it's about to be a, a, a line drawn in the sand, and uh, I, I think I'm going to be on the opposite end of... Uh, at least half the guys on the on the podcast tonight. So I'm um, interested to see how this one goes tonight. Greg, man of many podcasts, hello. Welcome back to the show. And congratulations on your, um, I would say, Indian gambling um, anniversary. But I don't know. Will I get in trouble for saying those words on the internet? I have no idea. <laughs> Possibly. I don't know. I doubt it, though. Uh, yeah, it was a good time. Uh, down a little bit of money after that, but you know, that's part of it. <laughs> who uh, isn't, huh, man? Who right. isn't? Hey, seriously, if y'all have never been there, it's like a big mall with a adult casino, adult arcade in it. It's insane. Where it? uh, Harris and Cherokee. Harris and Cherokee. It's absolutely amazing. But um, anyway, let's talk some football. Uh, told you so. Yeah, you know, he Teddy Bridgewater has just proven my point tonight. And, and once again, every single time I wanted to tweet, he was doing well. He did something bad. Every single time I wanted to tweet, he was doing something bad. He did something well. He is consistently average. Great first half. Dumpster fire second half. Like four completions for 75 yards in a pick. Dumpster fire second half. Somebody please try to argue with me that he played well this game. I can't wait to hear it. Let's go. 
Welcome all the fans of the podcast, and when I say fans, you're not a fan of our podcast, you're just a part of a Panther fan community, and welcome Kevin Boschman, as well as uh, Lance Kubiak says, long time listener, first time in here, another Facebook streamer, friends with Code Dizzle, welcome to our community and that's what it is is we're just hanging out here after the game the Panthers have fallen 25 to 17 against a dumpster fire of a team in the Atlanta Falcons but always a threat when it comes to their offense except they did not score touchdowns and we still lost the Panthers fall to three and five and I I think what was an many people believe was an opportunity for the Panthers to continue, I guess, to stay in the hunt. Now, many of us, I guess, would say are questioning, you know, are we in that hunt? And if you're in the hunt and you want to be a part of, like, any of that, and you want to gamble on tonight, like, for instance, you could have bet on the Falcons at 1.5 points. You could go to mybookie.ag you can use the promo code OVERTIME and help uh, not only this podcast and its network, but you can win some cheddar in the process, UFCs in the mix, as well as boxing, NFL. The You can't bet MLB anymore. But I'm sure you could bet on some soccer or some prop bets. And the prop bet is this, is how many times will Cody Lashney say the word or the name, Teddy Bridgewater, in this podcast, I got to say the number is 78 times. Go to mybookie.ag, promo code OVERTIME. Good number. 78, 78. All right. I'll take you over on that. The Panthers. All right. I'm just going to turn the show over to you, Cody. Go ahead. Yeah, man. Listen, uh, there there was a lot to not like. In this game, uh, once again, we see the, the uh, ineptitude of a lot of our defensive backfield, a lot of our linebackers. But I'm going to be blunt and to the point. Teddy Bridgewater ain't it. And at the end of the game, you literally heard Troy Aikman start to call out our offense. That Atlanta's clamping down on the underneath throws. They're, they're forcing three and outs. And we're one of the worst teams in the NFL on third down. Again, that is not because uh, our our offense um, uh, doesn't have a good play caller. We have a young, dynamic play caller who had one of the most incredible seasons in college football last year. Teddy Bridgewater is not a franchise quarterback, and it's getting ridiculous now. People have conflated pulling for Teddy Bridgewater and being happy that he's come back from an injury and you know, is a starting NFL quarterback. Like uh, uh, Steve Smith earlier was on NFL Network along with Joe Thomas trying to tell everyone how uh, uh, Teddy Bridgewater is our future. He's the guy we're going to be able to build around him. It's not true. We're limited by what we can do on offense. And and it's because there is no aggression to this offense on third down. When uh, Teddy Bridgewater makes that throw, or any down, Moore, can we say just yeah, any, any down, down. any down at all? And then people want to bring up the one-off moments at the end of football games where he has to heave a throw on third down and wait for DJ Moore or Robbie Anderson to come down with the football. 
I mean, we are not able to effectively attack all areas of the football field. And because of that, all the defenses are able to accommodate for that and clamp down on us. Why is it that every other football team Atlanta played, uh, was they uh, let the teams come all the way back in the fourth quarter? Every team does that to Atlanta. But the Panthers couldn't do it? Mm-hmm. Come on, dude. Why do you think that is? Yeah, the offensive line didn't play good. A lot of the the offensive line just, I mean, we're getting abused by pressure. But Great quarterback. The, and, yeah, at Teddy Bridgewater has not won us a game yet, and he has now had multiple opportunities to do so. I am not a hater. I am a realist. He is holding our offense back. I'll give CK. him one game. Oh, go ahead, Greg. Good, good, CK. Um, I, I will say that the checkdowns are a problem, but putting that entirely on Bridgewater and not giving any blame to Joe Brady is completely unfair. If you watch any of these games, let, let's 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 also in the same same breath talk about how uh, Teddy Bridgewater threw a dime to Curtis Samuel into the end zone, right? Let's talk about the fact that he did get the ball out, and then he had a few drops from his receivers, and he still only had eight incompletions this game. If you're worried about the checkdowns, talk to the offensive coordinator about that. Then if if he didn't want the checkdown, he wouldn't give the option for the checkdown. That's the problem. And if you talk about, yes, our offensive line didn't play good. Our offensive line played like a fucking trash can today. Garbage. I don't. I don't think there was a single play where the offensive line did not let the defend at least two or three defenders through. Even when they do play well, he's still throwing check downs. Even when he has more time. Let's let's also let's be fair. Then the number the 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 best duo in the in 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 yardage uh, coming into the day's game. He, as far as in the entire league is Robbie Anderson and, and, uh, and DJ Moore. Yardage-wise, but, but that doesn't mean anything if you're not getting touchdowns and wins. Who cares? It's empty calories. Matt Ryan but, leads the league in, in yards, but they're but one, well, two and five now. Okay, so, so let's talk about the fact that there were four sacks today Dude, by the offensive line. Coming no, 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 look, look CK, I, I get what you're saying, and <laughs> I don't no. disagree with you. I, I don't disagree with you. I think that it, you're absolutely right. It's not all on Teddy Bridgewater. You're absolutely right. You want to know why I'm agreeing horrible. with this, though? Think about it. Look, take all this out of the equation. You know how much time the t- the offense, the Falcons had on offense. Our offense had no opportunity on the field. Our defense was letting every third down go. They were letting every time. Like yes, they were in a bend don't break mentality. That's why I have. So a, but they did, in theory, hold them. Not in theory. In reality, they held them to like. Four field goals in the first whatever thousand minutes. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, I mean, to be honest, I will say this: is that the defense? You can say they did. They had a bend, don't break mentality, but they didn't break for a long time. I mean, there's a lot of field goals put up in that. No, game. no, no. You, there were, a, but the problem was they weren't breaking when they got down to the red zone. The problem was they were letting. This is eat, a good eight, step eight, eight, eight for this minutes. team, and a kudos to. Phil Snow's they defense, and they this. were letting the the offense eat eight minutes every time they had a drive. Mm-hmm. 
Like, and that's the problem. If, if you look at this game and you want to put it all on Teddy Bridgewater, I have a problem with that, right? And I understand. Like I said, I've been critical of Teddy Bridgewater up to this point. I did not watch this game, and I watched it closely tonight. I did not watch this game and say, Teddy Bridgewater is the reason we lost. It, it, quite honestly, it was our offensive line. And for the first time this season, I am blaming Joe Brady for calling a very vanilla uh, offensive game this 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 game. If you look at the game and you think that he put, called a good uh, game plan, I, I don't know what you're doing with your life. Well, look, CK, like I said, I'll, I won't disagree with you that it's not all Bridgewater's fault. I'll give you that. It's not. Like I said, the offensive line been horrible. Defensive line been horrible. But look, here's the thing. Teddy Bridgewater played phenomenal football as far as stats go in the first half by throwing, what, 11 for 13, one touchdown, and like 103 yards, which is not that impressive with yards. Second half, he th- and, and, and we still didn't win the first half. Okay? Him throwing almost perfect. Actually, he had a perfect quarterback rating. We almost half. won the first half. Okay? But we didn't. Almost doesn't count. We did our defense. Okay, you're right. But we but we didn't win the first half. Okay, the second half, Bridgewater throws what four completions, seventy five yards, and a pick. Okay, we absolutely lost the second half because four of Teddy completions. Br- because of Teddy. Yeah, he only had like fifteen on the day, and he had eleven in the first half. Why he had, we, he had, why he had eighteen? Offense, so okay, why okay. So seven completions in the second half. That's not that much better. Seventy five, seventy five yards, one interception. Look, here's my thing. I'm not saying Bridgewater is the absolute end-all, be-all reason we lost this game. What I'm saying is he's not a franchise quarterback, and he's proved it tonight showing this. You you had the ball with three minutes left, three timeouts in the two-minute warning, 70 yards to go. Okay? And how about this? And the DJ Moore was a prayer DJ Moore jumped for and caught. That and wasn't a great pass again, by Pete Bridgewater. And once again, when he has the ball in his hands – uh, we have to go win the football game. He has an opportunity to shut up the haters. He mm-hmm. literally throws the football to the other team. He does nothing to help the argument. Watch the tape. Every, he single, to help his every single time he throws the ball, he has somebody in his face hitting even, him. Every even, time. When he, even when he does have time to throw the football, he doesn't throw anything past 10 yards. It, the man is limited at the position, and our offensive coordinator knows it. What about that 35-yard bomb to DJ Moore there at the end? No, what about the other 30-yard bomb to Curtis Samuel in the end zone? The Curtis I Samuel mean, was nice. The DJ Moore one was not, was not a great pass. DJ did Moore you see him down. being hit DJ while he Moore threw the ball? Slow. But it doesn't matter. I'm saying you're it trying does. to make it, you're, you're, you're trying to make it seem like he had a great throw. He didn't. He threw a duck that DJ Moore was the only one looking for. Stopped on his route, jumped six feet in the air, and caught. Did that he was a duck. It? That was a bad. Never saw yeah, but it wasn't because of hold on, hold on. Did he complete it? But it wasn't because of Teddy Bridgewater. But you want to use the argument that he didn't have touchdowns, so that's the same kind of argument. He, you're using that. Okay. You know, he's completing I'll, I'll, I'll give you that completion. I'll give you that completion. But it's not his his benefit. He almost like, had 200 yards this game. I'll give you that completion, and that, and that was that was that would have been a quarter of it right there. I'm just saying, guys. Like uh, right now, the, to have Teddy Bridgewater be the first thing you guys latch on to is an issue, and that's a problem. Right now, the biggest issue is the fact that we had one punt. In almost two and a half games that we forced an offense to, that is the problem. That's a big that, issue, that should be right. the number one thing we look at in this game and say, "Oh, Julio Jones had another incredible game in the first half alone." That should be the issue. 
Like to I like I said, I'm not going to take everything off of Teddy Bridgewater. That he shouldn't have thrown that interception there at the end, right? I agree with that. But the number one problem we have right now in our offense in our team is our defense, not Teddy Bridgewater. We held them to 25 points. The, the our defense gave us an opportunity. Our defense gave us an opportunity at the end of the football game to go down there and make the Falcons choke. Like literally every other team has been able to do, by the way, including Nick Foles. So I don't understand. Like no one's saying that the defense is great right now. But that's the problem. But they weren't like the New York Jets defense. They're not like this terrible. We have some guys like Jeremy Chin that make (laughs) plays. That are making a ton of plays. But – I mean, listen, the run defense is bad. We know why it's bad. But they gave us an opportunity at the end to win the football game. And Teddy Bridgewater gives the quarterback or gives the football to the other team. He does it consistently now. This offense is limited because he has no aggression to him at all. I mean, again, I just I, I think right now, if you go back and watch the tape, I think you're gonna realize how little time he had to throw the ball. Even when everybody said he's taking sacks he shouldn't have taken, I like he barely had the ability to do a step back at all. We all agree, and we can all look, but go back and look. He, yes, he's taken some sacks he shouldn't last week, even right. You know, when he took that sack that took us out of field goal range, that was not something he should have taken. But we've also agreed that Teddy Bridgewater is incredible at navigating the pocket. He had no pocket today whatsoever and if anybody watches this game and thinks anything otherwise like i i was watching the game and it was consistently three people in the backfield within three seconds of the ball being checked that's why the check down was so important there towards the end of the game and the great franchise quarterbacks overcome that that's all i'm saying they do look at all the great franchise quarterbacks they overcome that look at the russell wilson's the tom brady's the 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 drew Brees's, the aaron Rodgers. they all overcome that kind of stuff they do. I I'm just sorry. Want Teddy everyone to know, Teddy Bridgewater's not a franchise quarterback. I, I just want everyone to know that no matter what you think, if it was on Teddy or not on Teddy, uh, the, the fact of the matter is it is now paramount. Issue number one, that the Carolina Panthers have to do everything in their power to find a franchise quarterback, and it needs to be in this year's draft. It, it has to happen because, by the way, let's also not uh, let this go unnoticed. Did we notice uh, who the backup quarterback tonight was? It sure as shit wasn't the guy that we drafted with the 100th overall pick. <laughs> and he looked. So, I need to um, say this is look, he, is that this? I'm a, t- I'm a teacher, like in my profession. <clears throat> and uh, one thing I learned is that you work with so many people, thousands and thousands of people all the time, and rarely do you get good kind of feedback. You know what I'm saying? Like affirmation. But I got to say, Cody Lashley needs to get on the damn national broadcast, dude. Dropping Paramount. Drop it. Look. The mm-hmm. knowledge base. Mm-hmm. It's just so it's not even knowledge. It's just the delivery, Cody. Yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> I will say that. But I will tell you this is PJ Williams or whatever Walker. his name is. Walker. Walker. 
like a crackhead version of Robbie Anderson. He's so skinny. He was so tiny. He was so tiny. He was like a little skinniest little motherfucker ever. He might look like a dwarf, but he has ten times the arm talent that Bridgewater does. Oh, yeah. He had a cannon. You can see that. He has arm strength. Yeah. Throwing bullets, man. It was uh, yeah, TK is right there. They were bullets, but they weren't accurate. Yeah, there was. Oh, he yeah, was, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, were, they weren't. I don't even. People. They weren't even bullets, bro. They were just like blanks off to the side. Oh. Anyway, um, I do want to comment. Embarrassing, man. We lost. I, I just want before we go on. I want to put it in context that we lost I, to literally a, a, a bottom three team. In the NFL, and, and, and I this is point a team out- that everyone's trying to say, "Oh, we're we're a low key contender." Or, oh, hey, Teddy Bridgewater is the guy. I got five on it, bro. We shouldn't have lost. We should not lose to the here. In theory, is this is that first? Anytime the Panthers can win this season, to me, is a good thing. Like, and, I mean, not a good thing, but it's more than I expected. To be honest, if you would have asked me if we were going like six months ago, if the Panthers would be two and zero against the Fal- the sweep the Falcons in divisional play, I'd say no way. Like you know what I'm saying? Like they got they loaded up a girly, they got this this and that. They're trying to fight for their jobs. I wouldn't have said we swept them. So the fact that the Panthers won on the road against the Falcons, which are a dumpster dumpster fire, like a shit fire, they're like tur like uh, cow turds that they used to burn in the Kansas Plains. It's awful there, right? So I mean, like, all right, the Panthers host them. I didn't think that it was guaranteed that we would sweep them. I didn't even know, you know, all of this, and then. I think that, and this is where I kind of disagree with CK a little bit, is I thought the Panthers, their defense, potentially going up against a prolific like Atlanta Falcons offense at times, you know, like that would be the problem. Like all of a sudden it's like 38 to 12. But. We held them the field goals, man. You hold an offense to field goals every time. I wasn't very impressed with the Carolina Panthers defense. I wasn't unimpressed with Teddy Bridgewater or anything like that. But I think you're right, Cody, is that I don't think it's like, I don't even think that it was uh Troy Aikman or anybody like they He just, he didn't even know what he was talking about. And he was saying what we have been and you have been saying throughout. You know what I'm saying? Like, he wasn't going, oh, Teddy Bridgewater can't push it down. He was just like, oh, Teddy Bridgewater's just throwing underneath, underneath, underneath. And this team over here is, it was, to a a certain degree, a little maddening that that it was, I don't even know. I would just say, I give you credit. I'm not trying to clap about you too much tonight. I want to over-clap you, you know, over-pat you on the back. But these are things we have said. So it's like, and things you have said. So when you don't make a mistake, right? So it's one thing. It's like Teddy didn't make a ton of mistakes, right? He didn't. 
But at the same time, he didn't really push the opportunity. Like, he just is so conservative and so safe all the time, period. Even that that flea flicker touchdown could have easily been an interception. I mean, the the, 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 yeah, listen, it, it was in for a touchdown and it was right on the money, but the DB did get his hand on the ball. So yeah. it is a little bit of dumb luck that goes into things like that too. Um, and listen, man, I I don't mind. I'm an early adopter. I, I was early on saying Ron Rivera needed to be fired. I didn't care if anybody wanted to shit talk about it, whatever. Uh, eventually, I, and I followed my gut. My intuition was right. I've 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 been on this about Teddy Bridgewater, man. This is not a quarterback that is helping our football team. When the game is on the line, like this is a football team, just like it has for the past few years, we're competitive with all these uh, football teams. Like it's down to the wire, and then we just don't have a quarterback that can put us over the edge. Should we trade for Fitzpatrick? No, we should. No, we should. No, we should honestly want to lose every game going forward and just hope that it's competitive. There's no point to win. Like tonight? Like tonight? I mean, listen, people are going to hate it. Is tonight the best game of your life since last week? Y'all want to hear some some stats? It's embarrassing because, like, we've already won too too many games. We might already be out of range Mm -hmm. with the big three quarterbacks they're coming out in this. Nah, I listened to the BYU to guy today. I am sold. I'm. I heard Zach one Wilson? interview. I no, I haven't <laughs> seen him throw one football. I have no idea. I don't know what it looks like. <laughs> yeah, I have Jerry no Johnson. idea. But I heard him in an interview today, and he was wonderful. Well, he was I, fantastic I, someone, in the interview. I'm ready as, to pick him right now. As someone who has seen him play and who has started to watch his film, I'm fucking intrigued myself, man. So I might be on that train with you. But He's a uh, super, but, super film nerd. I will tell you that. And that's what you want. That's that Luke Kingsley DNA that Dave Gettleman talked about when we drafted McCaffrey. That, that ultimate next-level commitment to the position that you play. And listen, uh, again, man... I've, I don't do this to be mean to take the Bridgewater or to shit on the man. I'm being honest. We all want him to be successful. I'm not lying to you because I have a negative opinion about who he is. Our offense is limited because of the kind of quarterback that we have. And it's a problem. And I mean, dude, Kansas city is going to murder us. On, uh, I mean, what is is that a one o'clock, four o'clock? I hope it's one because if it's four, no, dude, they're not the, gonna murder us. We hung in there. Where were the weaknesses in this? All right, we talked us. about Teddy, we talked about Teddy Bridgewater, this and that, this and that. Where were the real weaknesses? CK, you said it was on defense. Where was the problem that you saw on defense? I did not feel like it was as blatantly apparent with. And look, I gotta be fair. My kids were at my grand at the mother in law's house for a while. My wife and I were out at a bar with a bunch of people watching the game. So it's hard in that environment to watch every play. 
as closely as I do when I just sit here in my office and watch it zoned in. But what I watched, I did not just go, oh, our linebackers suck a dick like last week. Where was the problems on this defense, CK? Our linebackers are slow, and we have an undrafted uh, undrafted free agent that is uh, starting CB today. I mean, like... The Franklin have- kid made a giant play in the end zone. Like, which was almost uh, luck. The one that I feel like it was in the end zone. Do you remember when Dante Jackson, like, fell down or whatever? And then Franklin comes in there. It was just wonderful as this. Ball out, yeah. Yeah. The the issue is, is every time that Matt Ryan threw the ball to a receiver, there wasn't a defender within 10 yards of him. Mm, That does not bode well. First, stopping that, people from moving. A lot of time is over the middle, and our linebackers are playing very slow. And can I provide an update? They Matt play Rule, very deep. Matt Rule in the press conference says, "I don't think anyone played well on offense to deserve to win the game." Mm-hmm. And can I point out something about these defensive stats we're sitting here talking about about how the, the we think the defense is the problem? It is a problem. Uh, we played the Saints last week. They uh, they uh, scored 30 points per game on average. We held them to 25, or what was the final score of that game? We held them to 27. The Falcons averaged 26. We held them to 25 this week. The Falcons allow 29. We scored 17. The Saints allow, oh gosh, all these stats all over the place, 24. We scored uh, 24. So it's our offense underperforming, and our defense is actually performing better than the average against the teams we're playing against. We've held yeah. The last two weeks, we've held both teams under their average in points. I think so, too. Uh, I, I think saying. for a team – I agree. For a team that is so ravaged by injuries and has so many undrafted players and backups, yeah, we look dysfunctional, <clears throat> but I'll be damned if they don't give us a chance. Mm-hmm. Like, that's why I, I'm not, I'm not going to flip out on this defense. Yeah, Tony made a, a great point last Tuesday night when he's like – our offense is bend, don't break. That's our mantra, and that's what we do, and that's what our defense did. Like, other than that one uh, rushing attack by Ty Gurley at the end of the game, like, for the most part, our red zone and defense. And the 20-yard uh, Matt Ryan rush into the touch, into the end zone? That Dude, was that was hard. That was mm-hmm. hard. That's like mm-hmm. uh, when you walk in on your wife getting banged by like a cross dresser or something. Well, I've never had that happen. You know what I'm saying? Like, my, is that it was so point, slow and awful? It made you. It was humiliating. It was emasculating to have Meg Ryan run twenty yards in. Made me feel like a cuckold. For a second. The issue is the bend don't break mentality does not last all year. It goes like our defense is going to be fatigued by this. It sure. is going to be fatigued. It's of and course you're, you're it seeing, is. That's why our offense hasn't. But at the same time, our offense. Mm, I don't know. Should it be better? Maybe it shouldn't be better. Maybe that's our problem, guys. Maybe we continue to say, "Oh, Teddy should be this, Teddy." But at the end of the day. We've got some limited – we have no offensive line. You saw it tonight. We're not a good football team, for sure. Consistently average. Mm. I mean, like – I don't know. I think I we're consistently back. competitive is what I would I say. went back and I looked at the film, and you know how long it took for the sacks to take place? I'm watching the highlights. I was counting. Two seconds. That's quick. 
That's how bad our offensive line was tonight. Those four sacks. Everyone was patient. To tell to my wife that is not quick forever. <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm just saying, guys. I mean, right now, you give him time. He's made. He's shown. He's got the number two completion rating in the NFL, right behind Drew Brees. But it does. Five, again, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, guys, hold on. Let me finish the statement. Give me a minute. He's got the number five in total passing yards in the league, right? Now you're going to say touchdowns, 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 right? That's what, that's what you're going to say. No. That's what matters. The point that the yards don't mean nothing if you're not scoring. But that's also not what I'm going to say either. <laughs> I'm going to say it's all yards. Let him talk. Shush. Shush. See, I'm just – what my my point being is you could put, do that. He's made some really good deep throws, and you cannot look at – like we've, we've watched games and he's made incredible deep throws, right? He, no, I would not week. say incredible. I think that yeah. is an exaggeration. Do you not but... think that that Samuel throw with the flea flicker was incredible? That was a amazing throw. No, a, I thought it happened. To, it worked, but I didn't think like I was like, oh my god, Teddy Bridgewater made that happen. Oh, bro. That's you not what not I walked away. Okay, but CK it look. Was almost picked off. Would Would you rather have? Trying so to, is I, it I, one? I, is it one filed fingernail from being the shittiest pass in the world? No, dude, barely got. You know, a thumb if, he it, it, a if he would have thumbed it, if he would have thumbed it, yeah, I man, it's not a bad pass, obviously, because it was completed. Like, so if I threw a touchdown in the NFL, like if I walked into a game and I took a snap and I threw a touchdown, no matter how wide open it was, you have to say it's a good pass because some asshole walked into the game. <laughs> And actually threw the ball, and it was caught. It's not a bad pass, right? If it was not caught, it's a good pass. But that's what it's I'm not like about. that like, was now, the most exceptional throw in the history. Like, I'm sorry, like I, I, it was like thank God it worked. Yes, I mean, I, like I was happy. I'm not is, rooting against him, but I didn't go away from that any of this. Going, oh my God, thank you, Tenny. thank you my, for your big giant. My point dick. is. My point is, you cannot just point out all the negatives and not give him credit for when he does something good. Like, like, like Greg was talking about. He said he would do something bad, and I was getting ready to shit him, and he'd do something good. Right? That's e- like yeah. that's yeah, what that's he does all the time, though. It's every other play with Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah, so that's fine. I don't I'm like. Here is the thing: is that if we were truly trying to think about if the team won or lost because of an individual, no, we're not going to say that it was Teddy Bridgewater because he was fine for most of the time. You know, it's but, like kind of saying, I mean, yeah, that's also, it. It's but, but I get y'all. I get we're you. Not, we're also not saying that the offensive line playing good but mm-hmm. there were plays to be had i felt like there were plays to be had i felt like our receivers the problem um, with teddy is we don't really even know if there are plays to be had that's what kind of irks me with teddy bridgewater is in it i don't even know it's like hey we're watching the broadcast right so you don't know you can't see what the routes that were called you can't see any of this or that all i know is this is teddy only throws a maximum of seven yards every time like a maximum like the maximum and then every now and then he goes oh i got this giant dick i'm gonna throw a 30 yarder 
And by the way, all of his receivers run like a four three. Like they're all down the field runners. And and it's he's weird. not able it's to weird. connect like, on, it, it on, feels on like watching Drew Brees. That's what I feel like. I feel like I'm watching Drew Brees. But can we how about this? We've got a lot to talk about still. We're gonna talk about the defense. We're gonna talk about how the Panthers are sliding now. Before we I heard someone first, talk before we hit the first cat call can i just double down on my opinion from last tuesday i still think we need to trade curtis samuel while we have the opportunity to get something for him if that's a big game tonight right right so his stock is going up that Mm -hmm. means uh, teams would be willing to give a good pick for him especially right now when there's a bunch of teams that need receivers i don't think i don't think this organization is going to trade him for just picks we gotta trade them to the Packers. Be. I think that's the move. The Packers. Who else really is there? You're trying to get Jimmy Graham? No picks oh, only. Gonna, I don't no, want anyone. We only want draft capital. We yeah. only want picks. This organization is not doing that. I'm telling you, they are not. Right. If you trade a Cam- Curtis Samuel for draft capital, that is you. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. No, it's no, not. It's saying, we... that you're gonna, it's saying you're going to prioritize paying DJ Moore over Curtis Samuel. Or and that we can't pay, pay a Moore. third receiver in the offseason. Right. We're going to have Robbie year. Anderson, DJ Moore, and Curtis Samuel, and we have to pay Taylor Moten. Like, listen, I love Curtis Samuel. I've been one of the, the yeah, biggest. Yeah, you, uh, you've been the biggest. Yeah. I, I uh, you know, I really like Curtis Samuel. I think he's been kind of uh, a victim to the quarterback play they just had here in Carolina. I mean, he really could have been, and I still maintain this, our own version of Tyreek Hill. If we had a guy that could push the ball down the field, but we haven't had that, so he can't be that. But now that we're getting him involved as a running back, um, getting him the ball in space, listen, I mean, he is a weapon to us, but we have a lot of people we have to play or pay. We're paying Robbie Anderson. We're going to pay DJ Moore. Trade him, man. We need to be focusing on rebuilding this football team. We're not very far away. Look at how Arizona did it. Arizona turned around in, what, two years? And they're a legitimate football team right now. It doesn't have to take forever. But if you don't we have also the quarterback, beat them this year. you don't have it. And we don't have the quarterback. We did like beat them this year. I Just agree. Like, like I said, I'm not gonna. I'm not making the argument that Teddy is the long term answer here, but I don't think. Like, I, I, I really, honestly, don't think people are being fair to what he did tonight. All right, two five two 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 eight fifty ninety eight. You can tell us what you think. That's two five two 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 eight fifty ninety eight. What's going on, C three fam? Chef Jeff here. Chef Jeff. Uh, I sat down watching that last interception. Um, I can't believe how terrible the offensive line looked tonight. I mean, they have taken five steps back. I mean, what the hell happened? Uh, yeah. Atlanta isn't that good. It's just our guards, man, imperatives are just trash. Like that, that last was right before the like interception. Grady Jared, I mean, they let man. a safety just run right through him like it wasn't Eaten. shit. Like, I, I don't mm. – I don't know. 
Sounds like the coach. I know I'm still like on the, you know, the middle we, too. we need to lose games, and, I, and, and we do. But, you know, they gave us a little bit of hope looking better, you know, the last few weeks. But, I mean, I just see the same problems. Um, and honestly, I got I to gotta be honest with you guys, and I'm sure you guys won't agree with me. I like P.J. Walker's arm. Man, his ball had some zip on it. It got yeah. to the the two that he threw, you know, the one that was that was off and the one that was that was a little overthrown, but still had the zip on it. And, it, and he got it out there, man. He has a cannon. Um, I wouldn't mind trying him out if Teddy keeps throwing interceptions. Um, I will say Teddy looked decent tonight. Like I said, his offensive line didn't help him out at all. Uh, he had a co- he had a couple of deep balls that looked good. Um, I just he he's constantly missing DJ Moore. Um, you know, I, I think he goes to his, to his, he makes his decision when they're snapping the ball and he doesn't even look to the other guys. It's Robbie Anderson, or maybe if they had called a play for Curtis Samuel, he'll look to him first, but I, I don't see him making his, sometimes he makes a second read, but I never see him making his third and fourth reads ever. And I just, I don't know. I, I don't know if he's got the, uh, I don't know what to, what, what to call it, but the, the instincts, you know, you know what I mean? His pocket presence was really great tonight, but his just, I don't know, he misses wide open guys all the time. It's almost like watching Kyle yeah. Allen last year. But anyway, well, uh, like I said, I, w- I would like to say it was, a, it was a good, you know, game or whatever, but man, our, our secondary is trash. Yeah. Uh, with the exception of the interception that, that was basically handed to him, uh, Dante Jackson is just garbage. I mean, I'm he's just garbage. I, I, I hate to say that because I wanted him to be good, but it is what it is. Anyway, I'll be listening tonight, tonight guys. Keep pounding. Can I ask a quick question? Let me ask a quick question. A few weeks ago when we were on this three-game win streak, and even we went into that first loss at that three-game win streak, some of us on here and, and a lot of the callers are calling in and praising the offensive line about how great this offensive line is. And they're saying, well, you know, Matt rules an offensive line coach and that's the reason why. Mm-hmm. So now we're all claiming the offensive line plays like garbage. Are we still on that same hill? Is it Matt rules fault? Or are we going to try to figure out some kind of, are we going to give him the praise when they do well and figure some other reason that they're not doing well? That's what I want to know. Is it Matt rules fault? I mean, this is the worst game they've had, right? Like, this is the worst game they've had. This is the bad game. Mm-hmm. This is the only game that I feel like I can look back at and say that this is the offensive line's fault. So, so we can't say our offensive line is garbage because the number of people no, said they were garbage tonight. tonight. Okay, tonight I'll give you that. Tonight. Okay. They were garbage tonight. And honestly, if you look at it, it was Paradis and Reed. It was yeah. all the pressure was coming right through the middle, right past those guys. So I can't even, like I said, I mean, I just, they ended up, I don't. I didn't see Greg Little. I I wasn't able to tell if he was playing that bad, but I think they benched him for somebody else. So he must have been doing less than uh, ideal tonight as well. Well, they know Teddy Bridgewater wanted to get the ball out of his hand quick. That's why his completion percentage number that everyone goes goo gaga over in the yards that everybody <laughs> loves to talk about. That mean that, yeah, that everybody jerks <laughs> off over. They literally don't mean shit. Yeah. And they know how to adjust to that. So, I mean, dude, they're, they they throw these chat downs and, and they know, hey, send some ghost blitzes because he's going to try and get it out fast so you might as well interrupt him anyway. Clamp down on the flat. 
be aggressive. I mean, listen, the, the blueprint has been laid on how to beat the Carolina Panthers. Like, this shit isn't hard for anyone. Okay, you can run the football on us, and uh, when on when our offense is on the field, dude, just make sure you stat the box, uh, account for Mike Davis, and just you know blitz the hell out of us. Take and away the run game, we're screwed. Out of us, yeah, yeah. I mean, we have no legitimate passing attack, and uh, I mean, other than some yards after the catch, a dink and dunk, and. It's embarrassing and it's limiting us. And it's and a problem. Can I make a point about leading in yards and how great they are? Check it out. The top five offensive leading yard quarterbacks this year. And let me tell you if you want to be on any of these teams. Matt Ryan, Deshaun Watson, Joe Burrow, Josh Allen, Teddy Bridgewater. Maybe Josh Allen. Sad so four slow. out of five. Yeah, that, four, four out of five. Hey, 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 hold on. I don't want any of those teams. Here's my question. Teams and they're, they're the top. In, Here's in, my question. In, in, in What's in Joe yards? Burrow's issue, Cody? Joe Burrow's issue, yeah, but one a but shitty one. team. Well, uh, shit. on all well, sides of the ball. A lot of yards. No, but we're not, no, but hold on. We can't. We can't compare Joe Burrow. No, no, no. To, I'm not. To, I'm to not. Teddy Bridgewater. But what I'm trying to do is, if you want to make the point that the top five quarterbacks, number one, Matt Ryan, uh, it, their their issue is a lot of. If you look at the the way that this team has played, the Falcons have played. Their issues have been they've made stupid ass mistakes. And their but defense is normally making bad. my point, CK. What I'm saying right. is throwing for a bunch of yards doesn't always matter. But that's no, what but I'm that's saying because there are other things that win the games, not just you, throwing for a bunch of yards. No, absolutely. But if you had good defense, guess what? Do any I, of those teams I, I, have good defense? I'll give you that, but that's what, what I'm saying is I want a quarterback that but I, I'm I'm specifically speaking about the quarterback, not anything else. I want a quarterback that throws for more than just yards i want touchdowns i want game management dude we had the ball for half the time the falcons did this year he threw what eight, 20 passes this game like it's insane man come on i, I want to see better management we cannot say that him throwing for a bunch of yards and because he throws it 20 times and completes 15 of them or 23 times completes 18 of them he's an yeah. amazing quarterback that's what i'm saying we, we, we can't say that all these dink and dunk yards mean absolutely nothing. We, I think we're the worst team in the NFL in the red zone. I think we're the third worst team in the NFL in the third down completion percentage. And, those, and, are the, those are the stats that matter that win games, not yards. Yards and, are advantage. Yeah, third down conversion on defense also. But you can I'm, I'm talking about from the quarterback. Reverse engineer it like a, like a math equation. You can literally break it down step by step. We have so many yards because our yards after the catch receivers between the 80 yard line to 80 yard line, we make, they make plays in space, but then you see our stats in the red zone and we're terrible in the red zone. Well, why is that? Because all you have to do is stack the box play zone and you keep us out of the end zone. It all writes itself. All right. It's Let's on look at the it from for everyone. Let's look at it from this perspective, right? You just now said we got our yards because our our wide receivers are great yard after the catch receivers. So is that not smart to get them the ball quickly so they can do the work that they're supposed to do? Secondly, right. when you talk about red zone, but you can't give Teddy Bridgewater credit for throwing for 300 yards when 250 of them were after the catch. But that's what I'm saying. You guys want to talk about the red zone. Who do we have as a red zone threat? Mm, really no one. Exactly. 
There is no, like, all you literally have to do is play zone against these really small receivers, and you're not going to be, like, we're not able to do anything. We have to run it. Like, if you look at our red zone, we run it 90% of the time. because All right, all right. I understand that point, but see, okay, you know how you combat that? You take shots when you're, when you're around 40 yards away. You don't have to be in the end zone. So, for example, on like when we're at the 50-yard line, like there are offenses that know that they can put points on the board from the 50-yard line. Like Bruce Arians' whole offense is even on second and two or third and two. They'll shut the football down the field. They don't ever have to respect that from us. So mm-hmm. they know how to like they know how to check us every single time. That's why that pass from Walker in the end zone that was slightly overthrown. That's why he was open was because they don't respect us like that. Right. Walker overthrew that pass just barely. That would have been a touchdown because that was a nice pass. It was just a little overthrown. They didn't respect so, us. He blew right by here's, him. That's here's why. my question then. How do you guys think Joe Brady did tonight? I don't think he did great at all. I don't think he's done great since he's been here. I've not been amazed by this savant that was coming from – from from college, that's supposed to revolutionize Joe the game. Brady is doing the best. I had zero had problem with it. Like, what do you like? What is actually? The yeah, you guys are complaining about the checkdowns and their game plan that way. Why do you nah, think that I don't is, actually though? think? First no, of all, is I would say is, this though? is that I don't believe that. First, I'm overly. I would just say this is that all I've seen is I've not seen Teddy. Teddy likes the three yard pass. He loves mm-hmm. it. He throws it great. So, so like we catch Jones. it, we catch it. No, I don't know mm-hmm. about that. I don't Joe know. Back. And I'm not even saying know. this is like I'm not even upset with him for completing a pass. I just don't believe from what I've seen. Mm, I don't know. It's not like I don't believe. Do you re- truly believe that Joe Brady's holding Teddy Bridgewater back? I don't I believe think that. that. By oh, the one belief, and and I did not watch the game as closely as I usually do because I was in a very distracting environment. But I've been very happy with Joe Brady. And look, we called the too. fake punt. All of a sudden, the shit worked. Like, we're in it. We were in this game on all elements. Like, I don't feel like we can overly blame anybody. Absolutely. But maybe we should overly blame everybody. But at the same time, we're just not. Cody said it. We're not very good. But when you say that, that is negative, right? So we're like, and when you say that, it sounds like your players aren't good. Like we're not saying Teddy's not very good or this or that. It's just this. Is it's just not good enough. And it at the end of the day, it wasn't good enough to was. beat the Falcons, who gave us every opportunity to win this game. They gave we had every opportunity to win this game, and that's mm-hmm. where I'm not upset with the defense, but so much is that if you if you told me that the Falcons were going to be in the red zone like seven times. <laughs> it felt like that, right? Like they were mm-hmm. on, it was like, fur, it was like they were in the, within the seven yard line, like seven times it felt like. I don't know. I didn't count them, but it you felt like every other been. fucking play. But it could have been, like I thought, you, 
Like they could have scored thirty five right there. This game would have been a blowout had they had Calvin Ridley. Possibly, yeah. Very possible. Or they weren't the Falcons. That could have been the other thing. And I'm not even being I'm not being facetious when I'm saying this. I would genuinely like to see PJ Walker get some time with the ones in practice and see what what he could do. Because I'm telling you, this team is a little bit better so skinny, than bro. everyone. This motherfucker needs to he eats like Devin Funches. Whatever, dude. So is Kyler Murray, and it's better than the fucking <laughs> shit show that am, we have under under I'm center agreeing. right now, dude. I yeah, Do you know has a live arm, and I want to see him get reps with the one when he was in the XFL. He was balling out, throwing dimes all over the field. The guy has arm talent, and it leads me yeah. to say this: this is a more talented football team than we're uh, than we're giving them credit for. And I think that goes back to the defense thing. Like, look at how many players we're missing. We have no K one short. We have no Detroit Gross models. Dante Jackson has always had a toe injury this season. Like, uh, Rasul Douglas isn't there. We cut Eli Apple. Dude, there are so many different layers to this defense where we're missing all kinds of players, and our offense can't play complementary football at all. Like, at all, at all, at all, at all. Here's what I'll, I'll say. Did nobody else get, like, half mass when they saw that zip come off of P.J. Walker's ball, though? Like that, that like, <laughs> yeah, like, I agree. When you, saw that, when you yeah. like, when you saw that, it was the first time I'm like, oh yeah. my god, please, like, don't break Teddy Bridgewater back in just because I like to see that zip. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just it's it's so reminiscent of like just three years ago. With I Tim think, and, yeah, I, I actually man. thought they didn't bring Teddy in as fast as I expected. Like, I yeah, mean, I thought, thought he was that they the could have like it was like four plays. It felt like. Yeah, well, it was, and it, it was, was like yeah. Teddy sitting over there getting a massage from an Asian hand job lady, and <laughs> PJ Walker's in there doing or Williams, whatever his name is, PJ, PJ Walker, peanut butter yeah, right? and jelly, and this mug is going in there, and I didn't feel like they were like, oh, wait, just run it, and Joe Brady did here. For you Joe Brady haters on the podcast, his mug threw it every time with him in there. You think they're going to no, run no, the ball? They, no, they ran. He's they throwing ran the Mike. ball all over the place. Bro. Mike Davis did had some really good runs while P.J. Walker was in there. He um, did, but Mike, they were not scared to throw the ball. They threw it four times, and he completed one, and three of them were pretty off target. Yeah, they were terrible, but they threw it. Like If I was that. an offensive coordinator, I'd be like, don't fumble the snap. Give it a mic. Let's try to. Is Teddy's gonna, is about to way, get back. He's almost done. This Asian this. lady is working her a little tiny arms off on that giant thing. And look, by the way, people in the chat room calling me delusional, but yet no one can tell me how. No one can tell me how I'm delusional. Right. Listen, no one is saying that the offensive line play good tonight our offensive interior is dog shit but what about all the other football <laughs> games what about all the other games this season that they played this year that we've all been like hey man our offensive line has kind of been surprising has it hasn't it yeah like they've given teddy time to throw the football and nothing ever manifests downfield 
when we have a batch of wide receivers that all run a 4-3, like, come on, dude. Don't tell me I'm fucking delusional when no one can say anything to, to really dispute that right now. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just obvious, man. It, it's at the point where it's like if you're denying who Teddy Bridgewater is at this point in time, then you're delusional. Like, you're just being a blind fan at this point All right, in can time. can we go to the next call? The number sure. is 252-228-5098. I love it. You're Yo, delusional. what's going on, C3? It's your boy, Theo Osborne from Asheville. I'm, um, you know, I'm watching the Falcons game right now Thursday night. We look all right. I mean, you know, the Falcons are good, but they did get rid of Dan Quinn. So, you know, they can actually do something. Um, I just kind of want to talk about overall how you're feeling so far. We're about halfway through the season. And, um, to be honest, man, I'm, I'm really hopeful. I think that the future for this franchise is bright. Me and my buddy were talking before the season and we came up with looking at our, uh, looking at our schedule. We were thinking we were going to win about five games. And, uh, you know, to be about right around there right now with this coaching staff, I think they're getting the most out of this personnel. And uh, has me very excited for the future. I just think that, you know, we've got the right guys in place at the helm. And, uh, yeah, just love to hear your thoughts on what you think about our, our coaching staff. Hopefully somebody doesn't snap away Joe Brady. So uh, keep up the good work, guys. Keep pounding. Keep pounding. Um, th- can I kind of just jump in on this? I don't think Joe Brady goes anywhere no matter what happens, like unless they just throw the bag at him. I hope that he's that he's wise enough to know all the things that he doesn't know. And I, I really do hope that he stays with us. Uh, I mean, obviously selfishly, because I do think he is a good coordinator. But listen, for everything that I've said tonight, I really do agree with this call. I think the Carolina Panthers have a bright fucking future, man. How about this? I disagree with Matt Daddy on this. I've been very impressed with our coaches. I think our coaches are really um, uh, making, trying to make gourmet meals out of dog shit sandwiches, and they're doing the best that they can with the personnel that they have available to them. This roster is not ready yet. This It's not a roster that's ready to compete in this division even, let alone the NFC. So with that in mind, I see that what the coaches have done. Um, I, I see how our defense, even though we're missing so many people, keeps us in games. And, yeah, that gives me a lot of hope to say, you know what? The Panthers, for the next few years, are going to be able to do something special. But right now, uh, we don't have enough players on our defense, and uh, in our defensive backfield and our linebacking core, and we don't have the quarterback. And that's the most important part. Mm-hmm. We do not have the quarterback. Can, can I ask you a question? We're, sure. we're claiming the team has no offensive line, a garbage defense, no quarterback. We're not going to get a top pick. We're going to finish about 7, and 9, 6, and 10, maybe even 5 and 11. Who knows? I, uh, we're like, right, right about where we've been for the last three or four years, mm-hmm. what about that makes you think that our future is bright? We are in the exact same position we've been in. The okay. last three years. You know why, Greg? Because there is free no agent reason. money, cap money. There first. Is, no, there is no reason why we shouldn't be as bad as the Jets. 
By, by, uh, for everything but, that, but the season's everything. not over. Who, who's going to say right, the Jets don't win four, three or four games and we right. lose the rest Me. of them out? But, but, but listen to what you just said, though. <laughs> look, at how many, look at how many other teams are, are, are out there that have a worse record than us and yet they have a better roster than us. The Atlanta Falcons okay. have, a, have a worse record and they have a better roster. I mean, look at uh, Cowboy, Cowboy. Uh, yeah, the the cow- There's a lot of really bad football teams that a lot of the insiders were saying were going to be Super Bowl contenders this year, and th- the, our coaching staff has elevated uh, a bunch of uh, some young players that have a ton of potential, and a bunch of who's the that no one cares about that aren't going <laughs> to be on this team after a year or two. But but Cody, if we finish in the middle of the draft like we have been, like I said, 11th to 17th somewhere it's in there, be fine, that, man. That, it's that's the be same fine. story as every it's year, not, though. No, that that means there are other teams that were worse than us that had better balance. Time to, time to trade up. We'll be fine. We'll be I'm fine about up. that. It's not the draft is not the only way to get better as a team. It's not. And like, I mean, it's just simply not. And look, it's Patrick Mahomes was like a twelfth overall pick. It just happened. Like, let's for... not over. It's not that much. It's not as mathematical Tony, you as you guys. If you are don't have saying. a quarterback, you don't have That's it. Fine. You don't have anything. That's fine. I'm you not saying that. I'm just saying you don't have to have a top ten pick to to get what you need in the world. You're right. Like, you I don't, don't have, have a 10-inch dick, and I still got what I need. I don't got a Teddy Bridgewater dick, but I still got this hot, the hottest wife. At, well, but it's funny no that we mentioned Patrick, Patrick Mahomes and Deshaun Watson. These are two teams that were picking in the 20s and then traded first and second round picks to move up for a quarterback. That's literally what I've been saying. Yeah, but it's not a top 10 pick. Like, all I'm just saying is this. Just because you don't have a top 10 pick does not mean you don't have the opportunity to be better next year and next year Mm -hmm. and the next year. Add in free agency. The Panthers are going to have some money. We're not loaded with a bunch of salaries other than K1 K1 short at this point. So we don't really know what the future is going to behold. And I think that that's the point is that the the coaching staff has been proficient enough to give us some optimism that if you give them some players that are better next year that they won't be worse. So even with number, even with even with Bridgewater as our quarterback. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I would say there's a ceiling on how high your what what could happen, but there's also a floor too. And maybe you don't want to hear that, and maybe you don't like that, but that's the case. Is that just like this? Uh, don't wouldn't you say this season kind of shows you what a Teddy Bridgewater is? You know, yeah. is that like we are? We've been in these games. Like if we would be better on defense, we would have won them. Yeah, you know, if I mean, we would have been better. I mean, like there's y'all, just like, y'all are so ready to accept this mediocrity that I, I, I no, 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 I'm no, not no. accepting I'm, anything. I'm, I just know that's what we're looking at. Is this is that he he's we're not the worst team in the league this year, and he's a we're part not, of the reason that is. We're, we're average. It's just as bad. Yeah, I was about to say we're average. We're we're bottom half, but like we're almost to the top half. Right. No one gave a damn about this game tonight. There was two teams that no one gives a shit about. 
No one outside of the Carolina. Then why are you talking so much about it? Shit about the Carolina Panthers. Do you right, feel like uh, uh, Christian McCaffrey would have made a difference in this game? No. I think so. Mm. With as much check down heavy as we are, and the fact that he can elude the defense, you know, he usually makes the first tackler miss. It I didn't... think that that would have been perfect for Teddy Bridgewater's game tonight. Maybe, but I don't think it would have opened up our offense in a way that would be enough for us to win. All right, let's go on. Yo, what's going on, C3? It's your boy, Theo Osborne from Asheville. I'm, um, you know, I'm watching the Falcons game right now, Thursday night. We look all right. I mean, you know, the Falcons are good, but they did get rid of Dan Quinn. So, you know, they can actually do something. Um, I just kind of want to talk about overall how you're feeling so far. We're about halfway through the season, and, um, to be honest, man. Did we this? Yeah, we just heard this. Um, I'm really yeah, heard this, one. I think this was the, the last one. This right. Yeah. Hey, boys. It's your boy Mike, aka Supreme Leader. Supreme Leader. Supreme Leader. So, uh, that game was just as horrible as the storm coming down here in the Carolinas. <laughs> um, uh, always got good calls, boy. Um, almost had a chance at the end, but, uh, good old Teddy throwing that, uh, fourth quarter pick. Um, let's see. Into triple uh, coverage. That's like the biggest. I've never seen that before. Uh, he was doing well. Um, I think what we're starting to see now is, uh, what we thought our weakness was at the beginning of the season. And that was our secondary. Um, I think they have six penalties back there. No, Rasul Douglas uh, hurts a lot, with which is crazy. Uh, uh, here's hoping to uh, CMC coming back next week. I uh, really need him. I don't know. I don't know if I want him back uh, for the team. I know. Play a defensive back for us back there. Um, keep having boys. Panther pride to I'm going uh, keep pushing through with the calls. Well, well, well. This Another opportunity to win the game, so at least try it. This has got to be Jazz from this. And Teddy blows it. It sounds like him. Anybody else tired of this yet? Does oh yeah. Does this man Me. have an opportunity to win games? And it just ain't happening. It ain't panned out. He's never. He has not once been the reason we won a game this year. It just ain't happened. Maybe it's, maybe like, it's what, not Jazz. Come on. The supreme leader? This is terrible. This is downright terrible. This is like um, almost unbearable to watch. This is Josh from us. I think think this is. Just go out there and just shit our pants on Thursday night. Come on, man. Ooh, you're crapping on Teddy. Yeah, because Teddy deserves to be crapped on. And I hope he hears it. I'll say it to his face. I don't give a damn. Yeah. The man plays bad football. His brand of football is bad. He plays dink and dunk Drew Brees football, and when people get in his face and make him uncomfortable, he can't deal with it. He can't adjust. He can't make the big boy plays. He just can't. Yeah. You know, everybody wants to make excuses for him. Everybody says, oh, this and that, and they want to bring up quarterback of the past. They're like, no, I'm not talking about that other guy. He's gone. Yeah. He's somewhere else. 
whatever. I mean, it's a concerted effort not to say his point name. point is, is if you're going to jettison some one guy who's in the face of the franchise for so long and has done so much for the team, maybe y'all should have gotten somebody competent instead of some Kyle Allen Bummer. <laughs> yeah. tonight. My hill is getting full, y'all. I'm oh, telling y'all, people are seeing what I'm saying. <laughs> the, defense, the whole team looks pretty bad tonight. The whole team looks real bad. Like, awful. But then the one time the defense does step up, defense does make it work. The offense goes out there and craps themselves, and everybody's going to go, well, that a great, a great pass to DJ Moore. Well, 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 where was that all game? Where was that all game, man? It don't matter if it only happens once and it doesn't do nothing for you. Teddy just ain't the answer. And God, I hope I, I hope we don't win another game. I hope we don't win another game, and I hope the Jets find a way to win four, four or five fucking games. I hope the Falcons. Because Jesus well. Christ, we need a quarterback. <laughs> and the Cowboys. We need one bad. And anybody who says otherwise, you are dude, they're so delusional. Well, we just, we just do. We just need another quarterback. Josh from Mass. Signing out. I always go to bed. Ah, we were right. We were right. I'm looking over the kind of the stats of the game a little bit. And uh, I think the turning point of the game, and if everybody wants to go back and kind of watch it and then circle back on Tuesday, fourth quarter. Like third quarter, yes, exactly. Third mm-hmm. quarter, fourth down, we go for it. I think it, we were third and five, short pass to Robbie Anderson. He's a yard shy. Yeah, and so a guy I was with was like, "You got to get to the sticks. You got to run." Like he ran his route too short. Now they didn't look at it when I was watching. I didn't go, "Oh my god, this guy!" Like, like it felt so like that's exactly what Bridgewater was hoping to throw—the four-yard pass. So, but then um, next fourth and one, Mike Davis, no chance for a loss. I think that's kind of when the game turned a little bit that was that well i think it i think it was the beginning of the second um or that that fourth down that we didn't get in the second quarter um Mm. before the half because bridgewater ran around the end yeah yeah and the dude grabbed it got underneath his uh, shoulder and pulled him Mm -hmm. down um that one i that's where i felt it it turned because we were up and then we gave the ball back to them they were able to do the two-minute drill get down Mm -hmm. kick a field goal again ben don't break but they came into the half with a two point lead. And then mm-hmm. we came out of the, of that quarter. And then we came in and we didn't do shit like that first drive. Right. And that's right. where I think, I think that first fourth down conversion, we didn't get again, play call. They should have let Mike Davis run that because he was going to get the, he was getting the first down right there. There was nobody in front of him. And instead they called for Teddy Bridgewater to do a bootleg. Uh, give us, I want to give out a shout out to 89 J Stubbs in the chat room says, go for it on fourth twice, fake a punt and still only get 17 was his first comment. Second comment was line looks bad because opponents know run and pass blitz. So, yes. um, Teddy Chokewater. <laughs> there is a reason why we are seeing specifically all of the things on offense that we're seeing. It is like that for a reason. Mm-hmm. 
I do have this is like, look, because I don't want to be overly like we already got the voices on the podcast that are like that about I won't say overly, but vocal passionate. There you go. But to me, the idea that Robbie Anderson hasn't caught a deep ball this season is strange. Isn't it a little strange? Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's what he is. He is the best, like, his greatest threat (laughs) is the deep downfields. And he hasn't done that one time. It's not Not one time. If they insist, if they insist on keeping Teddy Bridgewater. They need to implement a PJ Walker type of Taysom Hill type of offense. Oh my God. Can I just say something in, in a moment of honesty? I am loving and having so much fun with this NFL season, and it has fucking nothing to do with my favorite football team. Like, <laughs> honestly, it's nothing to do with my favorite football team. No, like, now I like watching players and the stories and the matchups all around the NFL. Whereas now I agree with what Josh says at the end of that call. Like, dude, I was not excited that, okay, let's have a moment of honesty and everyone in in the chat can play along. Everyone on the podcast can play along. Let's all have a moment of honesty other than it just being Panthers football. Like how many people were really excited about this game today? I, I had a feeling we were going to lose when it came into it. Mm. I was excited. Wait, were, you, until... were you excited? Like, were you pumped up? Yes, we're, we're going to play the Falcons today at home on Thursday Night Football. Were you pumped up today? No, no I, was, I wasn't. Be. There I was more than fucking five. How can you be I was, I was more. I was pumped at the idea of seeing Brian Burns and Jeremy Chen do something today. And mm. they both did. They both made good plays today. Which Was he okay, by the way? Brian Burns, I saw him yeah, go down. He came back in the game. He, he came back in the game. Okay, well, I didn't know I saw him again. Yeah, I no. mean, no, no, no excitement for me, man. None. Yeah, I'm never I mean, excited like, about Thursday night football, though, bro. Do you well, I think like he means more and more or less. Are you? You know what? I, actually, I was excited. Football. I'm excited that we're gonna stay up right now. It's almost one o'clock in the morning, which is late. Second, I don't have to do anything for this podcast on Sunday. So yeah, yeah I was yeah. excited as fuck <laughs> on that point. Uh, next, it can actually be a day off. Yeah. Hey guys, I'm Jason out. from Colorado calling. I feel for you guys having to stay up so late to cover a post game after you know on the East Coast. It must <laughs> be a man. long day for you, but that um, fitting, well, that Cole. one was a heartbreaker. It's tough to watch. We um, we played. It was a sloppy game, but it, you know, played in the mud in the rain. Uh, we had a lot more penalties than we would have liked to see, and that really wound up uh, changing the flavor. And, of course, that cheap shot on Teddy Bridgewater. I mean, the rest is the right thing ejecting the guy, but, it's, you know, we had to do, you know, a drive without Teddy Bridgewater. I did like them taking a shot with P.J. Walker, and to be honest, it was a good shot. He was right on the money with that one. Um, and uh, Curtis Samuel. Had himself a day. DJ Moore, even. I mean, right at the end, he uh, he made sure that he had his voice hurt. He had a couple really crucial catches on that on that uh, you know last drive where we really needed the game. It was DJ Moore that we turned to, and he really came up big. Um, but uh, I don't know if you understand Stephen Weatherly's superhero goggles. Uh, he looked like he had his X-ray vision on was, out there. He, at I one point, that. I knew we were CK's wearing the line, them right now. One play, a couple yards behind oh, the line. Oh, CK, look at this. Up with his X-ray goggles, and then that just tickled me. 
But, uh, you know, I, uh, I, I kind of expected the Falcons to put up a, a big fight. It does seem like, you know, again, this is a high-powered offense, and they didn't score any big play touchdowns on us. Um, now, I thought they didn't have big plays, but we didn't let them in the end zone hardly at all. I mean, freaking Troy Fried slipping up. It's hard to say, you know, well, he sucks, obviously. He's had some blown moments in, 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 in the rain. I can forgive a slip. It's just, you know, that was a killer, especially on the goal line and a chance to put a stick on it on Matt Ryan. I mean, come on, you can't pass that up. And, you know, the Falcons for me are the, the my least favorite division rival. A lot of people at the Saints, not too many people at the Bucks, but for me, them dirty birds will take that cake every time, but it always seems to give us trouble, you know, in the 15-1 season, obviously. I don't have to remind anybody about that, but anyway, um, uh, I appreciate what you guys are doing. Keep pounding, and uh, we'll see. I, wanna, I do want to point this out. It's um, old ass, and I think he's old at this point. When I say old, I just it's more me wishing him to be old. Julio Jones, seven catches for 137 yards against this team. As usual, I had to put hey. my blue light. What are these glasses that we're wearing right now, CK? Yeah, the, the blue light filters. Yeah, yeah I had to put them on when I read that stat right there. Here's here's one that hurt my eyeballs. You ready to be hurt even more? You remember how many yards Calvin Ridley had last time we played them last, three weeks ago? I hope not more than that. 136. I was going to say, probably the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Julio is no joke. He's about to break Jerry Rice's record for most yards in his first 10 years. Ah, Julio is great. You know what he like, doesn't he, he's, ever get, yeah. though? Touchdowns. 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 And guess what? <laughs> now, so with the receiver, it's important, but yards are okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I mean, he's like the greatest receiver. Yeah. I mean, he's fantastic. He's a freaking, he is a freak, bro. Oh, yeah. The fact that yeah. he doesn't get t- touchdowns is weird. Yeah. Like, he's he amazing. The, nah, he's wonderful, dude. Actually, wait, mm-hmm. whoa, whoa, whoa. Way too complimentary on my end for a Falcon. <laughs> I fucking hate Julio Jones. He always fucking fucks us in the ass. Next call. Yo, this is DJ and Raleigh. Yo. What was tonight? I mean. Loaded question. We lost to a one in six <laughs> team. Come on, Cody. That fired this their is head coach. Question. Just, just looking at the knife. Oh, I want these Teddy Bridgewater defenders to come out tonight. Preach. I understand he got hurt late with a cheap shot, but I won't defend the. Hurt. That second half was back. terrible. And to pick the end of game, throwing in the triple coverage. Inexcusable. He is not the answer. Defense. I don't, I don't know what the hell Phil Snow is doing with this weak-ass zone. <laughs> it's not working. And also, with the offense, Joe Brady is supposed to be brought in to be this offensive guru. And I'm looking at his play calling, and it's absolutely horrendous. Those fourth down calls were terrible. A read option on fourth down? Are you kidding me? I I don't know what we're doing here. And these games get harder to watch. 
why yeah. did why did DJ show up in the fourth quarter? Why didn't you throw to him the first three quarters? Doesn't make any sense. At this point, I don't even want CMC to come back. <laughs> Sit out the rest of the season. Watch this podcast listens to this podcast. I promise yeah. you that. Like he's like <sighs> one of us. He's not wrong either. <laughs> he's one of I need us. A drink. <laughs> He's definitely drink. one of us. Keep pounding, y'all. Keep pounding, man. All right, Good thank call. you for that call. I needed that. Next call. What's up, C3 Podcast? What's going on? What's going on? This is your boy, Rule Boy Music from Twitter. Listen, let's talk about this because I wasn't going really to bring it up because I was feeling something. Hold on, hold on. Listen, that's what's going on. What's going on? This is your boy, Rule Boy Music from Twitter. Listen. I can't hear that. Can you hear that? Little one something. What's up, C3 Podcast? What's going on? What's going on? This is your boy, Rule Boy Music from Twitter. Listen. Oh, one lizard. I wasn't going to bring it up because I was feeling sympathetic for that unnecessary, trash-ass, classic, Falcon, Dirty Bird, Dirty Play. I I, I wasn't going to even talk about it because... You know, I'm so sorry for it, guys. But listen, this one is just not it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And, and to address this, yes, the online play is horrible. Chris Reed at left guard, man. I mean, Chris, this guy Chris should Reed be the host of the podcast. Matt Perry is <laughs> for real. He's the biggest thief I ever seen because he stole from us for My gosh. Are they horrible? Yes. But there have been times, multiple times in these games where I have seen Teddy Bridgewater. I have seen us play action, and this man has three or four or five seconds in the pocket. And he turns to throw a check down, or he turns to throw a sprint (laughs) for four yards. I am sick and tired of not seeing us be able to take shots downfield with the speed that we have at wide receiver. Because this man's ineptitude to deliver the ball downfield. Then that interception. All of his late game interceptions have been mind boggling decisions. Yeah. I'm 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 just floored. I'm floored. Tell me understand, guys. Um, um nothing to I'll understand say- other than you should be the host of this podcast with that <laughs> call right there. I mean, like from top to bottom. I agree. Brad Dugan also says, I thought we traded DJ during the game when it took us till the fourth quarter to target him. Kevin Boshwin says, Troy Aitman said, I wish I could tell that the Falcons are doing something special to DJ more, but they're not. Yeah, they're, <laughs> they, they were, dude. Like the, the one part that, um, that I, that I was hoping somebody was going to bring up because I was going to, I was gonna say, you know, again, use it against you, but the the pass down this down the scene to uh, Curtis Samuel that was just out of reach. He was maybe, you know, a yard or two past the guy. It was basically like that PJ Walker uh, pass, essentially, just right. with not as much zip. Um, they they did the replay and they showed DJ Moore was underneath and a nice little check down. He had plenty oh, of yeah. room in front of him. Oh yeah. Um, and and they were like, if he got him there, it would have been a first down, and I would have been like. Yeah, but you guys don't want him to throw checkdowns. Oh, <laughs> so, I know. Well, it, it turns out he can't throw. Open, the, I like that. I mean, 
we couldn't Why? do either. Turns out they were yeah. yeah, but but uh, that's exactly what I'm talking about. Like that was a wide open receiver. A lot of the yards after catch have been wide open receivers that had yards after catch. DJ Moore's 76 yard touchdown pass last week was yard was like wide open yards after catch. Like I mean, I'm just saying. Like there, I also a, feel I like that Curtis Samuel. But. I think that Curtis Samuel pass where he missed. He and I and you guys think I'm gonna be like pandering to what we've been talking about. I think it was underthrown. No, and what I mean by that, it was like thrown inside too much. You know what I'm saying? Is that like, if you threw it more vertically, like he had to, you think it was underthrown in the aspect that if it had gone farther, it would have been in stride. Right. Is that, and it it was, was and when I say it's like, it was kind of weird. It's like, and and I think it was that play. It was either the Curtis Samuel, there was one or the other. And it was basically, is that you're going to, and when the coach is going to come out there and in fairness, like, it's not like I can go out there and do better. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it was about two feet to the left. Like he let them in more when he was running more of a just a straight vert route, it looked like. And so it's just like this. I mean, yeah, we can say they didn't connect, this or that. But at the same time, I was not like, oh, we missed that pass because of Teddy Bridgewater's arm strength. I want to I wanna, I wanna say... Actually, that's exactly what I said, just in the negative aspect. I, I want to say one thing real quick to... Uh, to any of our callers, but uh, specifically the last one, I don't know what people who are criticizing our coaches really yeah, expect I don't think I coach. from us. Yeah, like really, it, okay. I mean, this goes out to to Greg or to anyone really. If like if you're not happy with this coaching staff right now, or you think that the reason that we're losing is because of this coaching Watch staff. Watch the Cowboys. I need someone to tell me why. <laughs> yeah, like, I agree. What, what, what do you expect? So, for example, like that that play where uh, it was like third, another third down that we didn't uh, convert, and we used Jeremy Chin to uh, pick up the the, the fourth, fourth down. down like, yeah. like, dude, that takes guts, and it also says. Well, our offense isn't picking up third downs any other way, so fuck it. We might as well go for it. Like, so you're, you're giving them credit I for I almost thought we should have gone for it on another fourth down. No. You're, Greg, you're giving I'm them credit for having what? guts to do it, even though we missed it. I'm saying we, did, we got it. We picked up the – we converted He's the, about missed the third down. down. What, I'm, what I'm talking about is you have to give our credit uh, – credit where credit is due – to the coaching staff to call the plays uh, that are necessary when they know our offense isn't getting it done otherwise. Like okay. I don't, I don't know what any fan of the Panthers. Let's can look to other teams that. that have experience who all of these different things who coaching and staffs have been in there. place and they're fucking yeah. worse. The and Atlanta Falcons, A, is a great example of that. Houston Texans. Can, can I explain yeah. to you why I blame coaching? And I'm not. Don't I don't. I don't completely blame coaching. It's not completely coaching, but why I get coaching part of it is because you're just a skeptic, you guys. Huh, you, know, you guys told me that this was supposed to change the coaching scheme. How great they were going to be. The offensive. We are. Uh, we're fucking like in there with had, Teddy Bridgewater and nobody. We, we are in the exact same position. 
points wise, yard wise, hours. wins wise. No, we have a better wide receiver core than we did last year. But we have a better no offensive line than we did last no year. Okay, hold on, hold on. We're, we're 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 in line to finish the exact same we were last year, and last year everybody said it was coaching. But why is it not coaching? No, this no, 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 no. We're, right, we're going to get to get the exact same being, results. Yeah, you but are being stop close. being a villain, Greg. I'm not being the villain. I'm, I'm being no, realistic. No, 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 listen, listen. That Ron Rivera had been here almost ten years, whereas Matt Rule is doing the same thing. Damn near. This mug doesn't thing. even know how to get home. He doesn't also, even know how to get home from the stadium to his house. Also, no, he gets lost on the way home. He's like going to show up at Cody's house by accident. Hold on, hold on. We had last year. We had one of the worst defenses, right? We yeah, had Luke Kuechly in the defense. We had Luke Kuechly. We had uh, James Bradbury. We had Eric Reed. We had Trey Boston. We had Shaq Thompson. We had uh, so Kwan Short. Now we Trey Boston and Shaq Thompson are good because <laughs> we no. always talk about how bad they are. No, what I'm talking about is that I like Trey. Boston, we have less man. on defense and on paper than we did last year. And if you want to talk about yards and 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 points. 75% of our entire offense last year was Christian McCaffrey out of the backfield. Yeah, and we don't have him. <laughs> and we don't have so, him. So, and uh, one so, other thing but, is here is that despite <laughs> the things that have happened in this season so far, right, is despite the record, this and that, is I don't feel like I've watched these games and felt like, man, we've been really outcoached. Well, no, I don't feel that way at all. Like, is that I think the idea, I think, and this is someone who has been super consistent, Greg, since I put my money where my mouth was, is I never even thought that we were going to get the six wins. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah that's and you know what I mean? Like, that's the idea. Is I feel like we look remarkably competent at so, every moment that has, that has to be I'm, added to the conversation that no one no one absolutely no one said that this year matt rule and phil snow and joe brady were gonna make this the fucking the the football true. team to beat off football team we no were worried ever, we would look the the idea is this is we this is the best case scenario for us and i know that you don't want to hear that cody because you want trevor lawrence's dick in your mouth like i like cam newton's dick I'm in my ass i got quarterback that you don't uh, seem to want that we don't have no what i'm saying is this is that the worst case scenario is like the jets it's like the vikings it's like the these teams you look at you go oh my god like you're so shitty i don't the, the texans i don't even i don't look at my team imagine doing this maybe this podcast would be better do you know our numbers have dipped a little bit yeah do you know why because we're just okay like if we were shitty shitty people would be in this podcast all night they'd be in our ass if we were awesome awesome they'd be all over us yeah, there it's is just no, because it's just like there is no there is no energy to this football team. There is no star power. There is no reason for anyone outside of Charlotte, like I said earlier, unless you're a diehard Panthers fan, to care about this like football. Every team. one of like, our listeners, by the way, and by the way, mediocre to me, that's worse. 
I would, I would, at least when you're a no, dumpster it's not. fire. That's the most, that yes, is, it is, this is, look, this is, you are the, too. you're a liberal ass. No, this is, this is your political <laughs> shit creeping in, bro. This is your political shit creeping in. I promise you this, is that the people that cry the loudest are the people that have the ability to cry the loudest and no, if we were if you were on a zero in whatever team right now no. you would be crying about all no. the cum no, that is raining down on your face quarterback i've been the running for the best quarterback to come out of college in the past 10 years man yep. You yeah, have the freedom better. to be upset right now. If you were a Jets fan, you would not be doing this show. You would be asleep. No. no <laughs> you would be I'm asleep. Not. All right, next call. <laughs> you would be asleep. Yo, C3, the skill wheel, South Carolina, stand up. What's up man? But, yeah, man, I was wondering, are we ever going to be good on a primetime night? Like, geez, man, I'm talking about Teddy Bridgewater. If it's a man-to-man defense against us, all he's going to do is dink and dunk. I like his Teddy Bridgewater, but, geez, man, like, oh, every time you see a man-to-man, I'm talking about that man does not do nothing but what? Run, run for eight yards, run for seven yards, run for six yards? Like, Teddy, come yeah. on, man. Man the fuck up, man. I feel like, all right, so we all know that Teddy, fantastic call. Thanks for hanging out with us. We all know that Teddy Bridgewater has a giant dick, right? Yeah. We all know that. We've seen the. Now I'm starting to think that it stuffs. And now it's all just a sham, dude. My question is this, is that after that call, what I think about is this with Teddy. It's like, imagine you did have that dick. Like you had the boom. And the girl was like, "Mm, wow, this is going to be great. And then it was just okay. Yeah. Like, and she was like, wow, I expected that to be so much better. That's what his Panthers offense is. She's like, oh, it was very big, but I just expected so much more in my fan. I feel like that's what this Panthers (laughs) team is. Maybe maybe that's his issue. Maybe he's got a balance issue. Yeah. Whichever side it's swaying to, he's leaning that way. Like his back is like. (laughs) (laughs) I can't throw it deep because I've got this pendulum swinging between my legs. All right, I have a question. (laughs) So, and this is for anybody. Right now, if we don't get the top 10 pick, and let's say there are no good quarterbacks in the, you know, after the top 10. Who do you trade for? Quarterback? In, instead of quarterback you I mean, you're, you're saying right now we don't go beyond this year with Teddy Bridgewater, right? Yeah. Which, that's what or I'm at saying. least not as, as in the starting capacity. Do you go after Donald? It's very clear. Cam Newton. I think, uh, honestly, I think you go after Dak Prescott based on what happens with the uh, with the Cowboys this year where they draft. That's what I, I think mean, you go after. It's, it, that's that's like, pretty good, yeah. That's like a marginal. Uh, to me, that's a marginal upgrade. He, he can. Marginal upgrade from Teddy. 
Yeah, he yeah, can. He throw yeah. like 40 up in that mug. He dinks and dunks a lot, but he can't. The Cowboys never paid him. They were done not to. They, they lost the out new... big time not doing that. The they're Cow... going to get lucky this year and get a good draft pick. Yeah, and but, Dude, but okay. Do but you want to talk about the so functionalism of the Cowboys now? Is that where we're really <laughs> taking this podcast right now? I can't like, open that. Why yeah. did they not pay him? Oh, because they're the most functional fucking organization in the world. Hey, no, they just cut Don Terry Poe right for being team. overweight. Did you hear this? They cut Don Terry Poe. Let's sign him again. Yeah. No, do you know they cut him because Jerry uh, Jerry Jones goes on the radio and says Don Terry Poe, thirty pounds overweight, and especially when he's not even playing that good. And what I really kind of internalized that was is that he was so heavy coming out of the locker room, he had taken knee during the national anthem and he got cut. <laughs> they suck. <laughs> They suck right now, and oh, all of a sudden, Don Terry Poe was too fat. Now, a friend of mine, Chandler, says he does look fucking chunky as a mug. But, but by the way, come the on, Cowboys. let's not look to the Cowboys as an example of what we want to be as functionalism. No as a word. The so let's not Cowboys. say why did we the Cowboys not sign them every year. did the right thing. The Cowboys did the right thing by not paying Prescott if they end up drafting another quarterback. But this that's year. just out of luck. That's just out of luck they did the right thing. Because yeah, they're just so they did the finish. right thing in yeah. getting this shitty-ass uh, coach. The shitty oh, ass oh, they, they oh, they got the, they, they did the fucking right thing, bro. They did the right thing, bro. You're going to tell me that them choosing – to not pay Dak Prescott forty plus million dollars a year if they get a younger, cheaper first round quarterback, you're gonna tell me that they didn't do the right thing by it, not paying Dak Prescott? If it works no, out like that. But what I'm saying is they didn't start the season out and say, Well, we're not gonna pay Dak because we're gonna get Trevor Lawrence next year. That wasn't their call. It's luck that it works out that way. Right. We can't give them credit for that. No, did the right. It was you luck. should always bet on fucking black. Yeah. You should always bet on an injury. Oh, uh, dang it. You know what, man? I was at the roulette table, and I I, I should have done that. I should have remembered Tony said so always bet on black. Dang it. All right. Guys. All right. Let's go. Guys, calls. Can we, I'm we, looking at the schedule. I could see a scenario where we don't win a single game. I've been telling y'all, dude, is that all of a sudden, Greg... It's gonna be owing me the ten dollars. You know I'm gonna stay up all picks. night I'll with your. I'm gonna watch this 24 hour stream, and they're gonna <laughs> give me fifteen dollars, not works. me versus. All right, next call two five two 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 eight fifty ninety eight, and it's crazy that you got this fiance battle going on in this thing. That's why. And then the plays we're choosing to run, where it's like Petty Hold on, running the light boot is Kevin coming out of Raleigh. Um, only thing. I kind of wanted to mention was um, I feel like we're kind of knee-jerk reacting to things. Um, if you kind of like paid attention to the team, we pretty much knew the offensive line was going to be bad. The secondary was going to be bad. Those are two things that our uh, franchise has lacked to put money and resources in over, you know, probably the last like 10 years. So it's still showing its head and showing it, showing its head very bigly. Um, over the last couple of games, especially with the way the team is structured, um, 
and then also uh, the whole analytics going for it on fourth down thing, and then the plays we're choosing to run, where it's like Teddy running the like bootleg out to the outside, um, just not really good calls to go for on fourth down. But I feel like Tepper is pushing it, and Rule is kind of pushing it because he told Tepper he was an analytics guy, which caused him to give him that big contract. So. I mean, we're just kind of in a mess right now, but at the same time, I feel like, you know, we're on the trajectory to do better. Um, hopefully we'll get an opportunity to get a guy like Fields at quarterback, something like that. And, you know, we invest money into the offensive line to protect whoever it is from. Mm. I don't know. Um, it seems short. And well, I think you cut off. And, um, I just want to jump on this train real quick and say, um, even if we finish outside the top 10, I don't care how much people cry about it. The Panthers should trade up to get the quarterback that they want oh if they can. You get rid of I'm CMC. Gonna, I for, hope for we get I I'm right. hope we do it. I'm at this point right now. Is I hope we get Trevor Lawrence and he prematurely ejaculates on Cody's face. You got the next to Marcus point. Russell. Like, it's yeah. like, gosh, it is getting <laughs> exhausting. Y'all don't. It's not. A, it's I'm not. As like, <laughs> yeah. Tony's making this about Trevor, I'm making this about <laughs> if you don't have a franchise quarterback, you don't have any chances, and you have to do everything to get a franchise quarterback. Because if All you right. don't have one, you're dead on arrival. And we should um, do. Sam Darnold, the next call. Jalen Hurts. Yo, T3, what's going on? It's not Taylor. I always, I listen to y'all every week. I've called in a few times. It's been a minute since I called in. I always mean to call in with something, but I got to call in. Listen to y'all right now. Man, I'm glad Literally you stayed the up for us. call in with the Dante Jackson thing I just heard. Uh, Yo, we got to chill on the Dante Jackson slander. Like, real talk. I, know I apologized to on like, the last the game. And see him make a play, or just see him play, whatever, and then see him leave the game. So I get it. He's he might always leaving the game. Toughness or whatever. But literally every week, it's the same thing. It's the same injury. It's his toe. It's his toe. So it gets to it a off, point where it's like, yo, maybe <laughs> you gotta start like questioning his toughness and like legit thing. Like, yo, maybe his fucking toe hurt. Like legit. I, I, mean, <laughs> I agree. I mean, I, I was got listening to Wool praise him for his toughness anyway. He's probably just hurt. Like, you got to yeah. give him the benefit of the doubt. And I apologize to him after the last long, game. I don't know. Um, I can't think of that because he's definitely our best corner. Mm, I agree. But you can't say he's trash. He's no question our best we corner. We miss Rasul so Douglas somewhere we got to get time, right with that, man. but I don't like, know. Rasul Douglas needs to get the money. Jackson, awesome, like, real shit. I definitely see him as a piece moving forward. It looks like Rule sees him as a piece moving forward. I don't know. I'm just calling it like I see it. I think also, you're right. I think this is a good I'm call. I'm going to save it for Julio Jones. But Bro. I definitely got to take on the whole Curtis Samuel, DJ Moore thing. But I don't even want to go into it right now. But I, I'll, I'll leave that for Tuesday. Anyway, y'all stay safe. Y'all be blessed. Keep counting. My man, good call. I like that because I've been – unnecessarily hard on Dante at one point. I went back and watched the Saints tape, and it was not him that was problematic. Mm-hmm. Um, he does. He has been injured all season. But it's a big deal to say this. Coaching staff has put a lot of confidence in him yeah. for what Julio we Jones. saw. 
Uh, Julio Jones sure diced him up and ate him alive tonight. It's now, Julio Jones, it's though. He diced six, like six versus. That's like saying that. I mean, yeah. that's. I mean, of course. We're not saying he's the best cornerback. Although he does have. He is tied for second for interceptions in the league. Rasul right Douglas yeah, would have been a better matchup against Julio. James Bradbury would have been a better matchup against Julio. I don't know if I agree with that caller. I kind of don't think that we've been hard enough on. Uh, I mean, well, listen, it's you know like we that. have a, we have a bunch of of injured players. Listen, I I am on record on this podcast talking up Dante Jackson as one of my favorite picks of that draft. Mm-hmm. I, I was a fan of him when he was at LSU, but he's played I mean, better this year than anyone than he's played than he played last year. Very he's simple. not a he's not a number one corner. Yeah, I no, I mean that's fine. I don't got a problem with that. I'm not trying to say that. Is that he has stepped forward this year rather than backwards, and that's crazy when he has coaching, four toes. Yeah. I think 100 percent coaching on that too. Like I said, I, I I've been praising the coaching staff on the fact that they've been building him up as opposed to tearing him down after he's made mistakes. And, and it almost goes to show you a little something is that um, you know how Bill and the person we're not supposed to name, right? Voldemort of this. Mm-hmm. Is that is that what it is in Harry Potter? Voldemort? Harry Potter, yeah. Yeah, is our Voldemort is that somebody was talking about how nicey-nice Bill Belichick was about him. I know, it's really weird. Uh, and somebody was telling me is that maybe that's a sign that Bill Belichick is like a genius coach, and he just knows that certain personalities need puffery, other personalities need the mean, the tough dad love. You know, maybe Dante Jackson was not getting the fatherly, whatever, whatever was I the right like, approach. I feel like Bill Belichick is. Uh... It's kind of like just changing his personality. I think he's like kind of give. I think he's on the back right. end of his career. So, is, 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 are these subway commercials making you feel that way? Yeah, dude, I think like, it's the subway <laughs> commercials, and I like them. I'm like, oh yeah. my god, I actually <laughs> I think, like I think this. I do I think right feel now, like he's <laughs> building himself up for a trash. career after coaching is what he's doing. Like he's got to become more likable. And if you consistently are just like this, no he emotion is, quarterback. Or, uh, yes, coach. he is making himself. He is starting to cultivate the kind of unlikable, unlikable person. Yeah, like he so, is becoming like the likable curmudgeonly grandpa. Okay, I, I got to start keeping a list here because this is just it just blows my mind every time we talk about this. I got to start keeping a list of all the stuff y'all say is good coaching. Because it seems like everything good that happens, we say, is good coaching, and nothing no. bad that happens no. is bad coaching. And I, and I know for a fact that 30 minutes ago, y'all were talking about how bad Dante Jackson is, how he's garbage, he's a terrible player. Not this and me. That. And, Not and, me. And, and, and now, we just said, now we just said he's improved because of coaching. Like, so I just don't I apologize. The good things you, were, the bad things aren't. you were busy placing red red bets on <laughs> Cherokee tits. I'm talking about 30 minutes ago. We were all y- y'all were all saying. Not me. Like, I never have I said. I okay, no, I wasn't, no, I go I back. I promise you this I is that I've been hard on Dante, and then I went back and watched that Saints tape, and he didn't do nothing fucking wrong. Yeah. Do How many game thing wrong. One, one more. Okay, well let's hit that. Bitch. Can we yeah, go? Yeah. 
Well, you guys are the most. I was quiet for like the first 40 minutes, homie. He sat back and la- watching us laughing. That was pretty good. What's up, guys? 89 here. I always be talking. Just comment on the game, man. We're so predictable. You know. We're so predictable. They know we can't just throw like these balls. I mean, even Troy Aitman said it. They just stack in the box. Teddy's not throwing it. He can't. You know, defense. It is what it is. We knew they weren't talented coming in. They're better than I thought. Yes. But at the end of the day, it's with cool. all these weapons, you know, Teddy has to do something. I mean, we went forward on fourth twice, fake punt, got all these kind of penalty calls, and we still only scored 17. Here's the co-host it's pretty simple, podcast. man, but <laughs> y'all have a good night. Later. Dude, you guys, you all two need to team up. You'd have a better podcast than I can run. Oh, God. Great call right mm-hmm. there. Uh, yeah, I mean, is there anything else to say other than that? Um, I'll refresh. Let me refresh to make sure we don't miss any calls. Uh, what's your chin check defensive player of the week, guys? Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's right. Chin check. Chin check. We wreck you. I feel like I'm always like singing a Wu Tang song when I think of that. Um, chin check. Um, Jeremy Chin. Cody Lashney's favorite player. And give credit to Cody Lashney is not only is he one of these personalities on this podcast that makes this entertaining is that he's called a lot of these people out and in a good way. Jeremy Chin was one of those defensive rookie of the month for mm-hmm. October. Only mm-hmm. other people that were uh, other Panthers that have done that were Luke Keekley, Julius Peppers. Mm, it's a couple Wait, other. No, it was uh, the the problem that I had with our Panthers media this week. They said that the only other people that have ever done that on the Panthers were Julius Brian Peppers Burns. and Luke Kuechly. And then Brian he, Burns. They had to, he and Brian Burns did last year, but they didn't even include him until later. Mm, so they had to go back, Brian Burns. But Jeremy okay. Chen's been f- sensational this season on the Rookie of the Year campaign for defense. But who's your chin check player of the week, guys? Who's the defensive guy that got it done? And I hope somebody says Dante Jackson to fuck with that caller. That's actually what I was going to say. Actually, that caller was defending Dante Jackson, wasn't he? Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, 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 oh, yeah. yeah and I'll yeah, play Dante yeah. Jackson because right. I like Dante Jackson. I want to buy his jersey. I think he's a solid cornerback. Yeah, he may not be the best top. He may not even be in the top ten as far as number ones. He's our number one. He's the best we got. Uh, he gets interceptions every year, and 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 I'll take that. So for his interception today, yeah. I'll my chin, my yeah, chin check my player guy. is that Franklin kid who broke up that one pass against. I, th- I guess it was Julio. I think it was Julio in the end yeah. time. Julio's like, I can't oh, get a fucking, burned. I can't yeah. get a touchdown to save anything. Some dude named Franklin who nobody knows who he is. Stop me from getting a touchdown. I have 137 yards, but no fucking touchdowns because of chin check Franklin. That's my chin check uh, pick of the week. I have uh, I have one, and then I have an honorable mention just because of a uh, you know one reason. But if you look at this game and see how many times Brian Burns was this close from a sack, mm-hmm. this close, and then when he did, it was negated by a, a defensive holding. Um, 
I who who got that defensive holding? It was somebody it's stupid. Anyway. Oh, um, it was like a fucking receiver or whatever. It was like something way off the ball, I felt like. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, um outside of that, uh, that interception was uh complemented with a, a very heavy pass rush by Brian Burns. Mm-hmm. Um it's very possible that an interception wouldn't have taken place had Brian Burns not been there. Um so I say Brian Burns, uh he's playing and and he has an incredible tackle. Like yeah. he is tackling guys very well. Um and so is Chen by the way. Uh but my uh, my honorable Don't mention you know is- his brother before you get to your honorable mention. Haven't you been in contact with his like super brother who's yeah, like he his best buddy? I'll, I'll send him another message. But um another thing on top of that is I listened to a couple of Brian Burns clips and the way he talks about football is makes me excited like he makes me want to go play flag football like he likes to play football which Um, is you know what i'm saying like he doesn't like to be like he's excited by the game of football and i think that that could be a motivational tool that's beyond money yeah and in a play that led to our first punt of the night was the one play by steven weatherly where he destroyed todd Gurley. In the back, or maybe it was Hill, but he just broke through and he just leveled, bro. Mm-hmm. Should we yeah, ice up beginning. the fucking Falcons for running Hill so much tonight? When Gurley was just Gurley, they haven't been running. They all should. Year. He yeah. only <laughs> just gets yards. Gurley is an old man. He has all. Yeah. I don't give a fuck <laughs> if he gets six yards a carry. Who gives a fuck yeah, if he's ninety-two? Riding this in his knees like he's fucking riding the danger. Gore's still running. That's why, they, that, that's why they don't run him for the past three years in a row, and everyone's like, oh, mm. what's wrong with Time Gurley? Yeah, he has old man knees. That's what's wrong with Time Gurley. I'm, I'm telling you, like, I saw a meme, and it was the most hilarious thing. It was like a the Todd Gurley's ligaments, or remaining ligaments, and it was a Cheeto in, like, a hinge. <laughs> yeah, and a paper clip, bro. Like, homeboy don't, like, yeah, I'm not. They don't run him like that because they know that his body don't do it like that no more. Right. I don't believe that. I don't believe that but, the hey, Falcons no, I, do anything that is logical. So go and continue with your illogical I, nonsense, saying, dude. My chin check goes to none other than the man himself, Jeremy Chin. Yeah. Jeremy Chin's incredible. Um, I think Ooh. no matter what you feel about this season, he has been a uh, a, a light uh, in the darkness. I think he is an incredible football player. He is a, a centerpiece that we're going to be able to build around for years to come. Um, I think he's awesome. I love him. Tony Dunn, I'm done fucking talking about this bullshit football. We're team. done. We're done. Give us 30 <laughs> more seconds. 30 more seconds is do you have an offensive guy? I mean, obviously, it's Teddy Bridgewater and Curtis Samuel, right? Uh, they can all jump off a bridge for all I care, dude. Hey, we had oh the most tight gosh. end. He's got to go. He's got to go. Like right. three, three. Uh, <laughs> um, all right. Look, is we're here on Tuesday nights. You can follow Cody Lashney. Tell him where you can follow him on Twitter. Or are you running? Find me on Twitter at Cody Lax C O D Y L A C. Um, I'm mainly just be talking about how Teddy Bridgewater sucks a whole bunch, and we should get a different oh, quarterback. So stop. you should come and 
check me out if that's the kind of content that you're looking for. I think you should also be proud that this show is getting shorter each and every week, and this post game only went to one thirty after this game closed an hour and 45 minutes ago. So we've done very good. Thank you for your help, Cody. Tell your mother I said hello when you see her next. And don't forget, Teddy Bridgewater's dick is going to be giant when he's laying all over you. Yeah, but it's soft. It's a it's a big water noodle. It's like a noodle. It's like it's a flotation device at this point. All right, CK, the man of many streams. Let How can they find your shit? Uh, you can find me on Facebook Gaming at Codizzle Allen. Uh, yeah, and uh, most other social platforms with that same username. Greg, man of many podcasts. Well, man, too many to talk about right now. Just check out the Bat Daddy 52 on Twitter and you can find all my stuff. Geek Open Alliance Network. Uh, I'm right there. Number is 252-228-5098. My name's Tony Dunn. You can follow me at cat underscore chronicles. And uh, good news, folks. Sunday, we get to kind of take the day off and like and just be parents. everybody we hate. Yeah. yeah, we could like actually take care of our children. Or maybe just casually watch football. Um, and uh, it sucks that the Panthers lost, but you know what? Not the worst loss in the history of the world, but does suck we lose to the Falcons. Fuck the Falcons. I hope you burn in hell, but uh, I saw enough to be not miserable. Uh, we'll catch you Tuesday night. Don't forget, C3 Panthers podcast on YouTube, live on... Or live. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.